You get to a point sometimes where you can overbuild things and then you don't want to use them because mm -hmm. you're scared to use them. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten too far gone that it's like, I don't think I can ever do this again, so I can't <laughs> fuck this up. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If it's your first time watching, uh, this is Trick Factory Customs. We're a custom automotive shop based here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And um, my name is Elvis. I'm Adam. Tim. Jose. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Jose's like back. The names. Oh my god. Nice, I'm Rob. Nice, I'm just nice. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so on this episode, this is actually the second time we're recording this podcast. That's the first <laughs> time. The first time uh, it did not go very well. So, and uh, I, there was some problem with the video, with the footage. It was not. So it was terrible. Yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> and so, um, this is Adam. I'm sure you guys will. Hey. Uh, you guys have probably not seen him on the podcast before, um, but well, they would have last week. Yeah, they would have, yeah. but they didn't <laughs> see it. So uh, yeah, sorry if we missed an episode or a week because this happened. But um, I think it's gonna be cool because uh, we brought you on because you have a really cool story about driving cars, which I, I like just driving cars in general. That a lot of people put some cars on a pedestal, um, and so. For example, we have a Mira there. Uh, you don't have a Mira, but no, I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. A Lamborghini Mira, no, no. But you have a car that a lot of people believe to be one of the best uh, drivers' cars made, even though it's been like it's been out for like almost thirty years now. Actually, more than thirty more. years. Yeah, mm. it is. Uh, without what? What is? What is it? I have an E30 M3. Yeah. And if you know anything about the E30 M3, it's not also it's not a stock E30 M3. We're going to dive into that later. But if you know anything about the E30 M3, the values of those things have been skyrocketing. Uh, we were just uh, checking bring a trailer values like today. And uh, <laughs> they've definitely gone up a little bit <laughs> yes, since I purchased it. Quite a bit. It's mind blowing. Um, and so but. There's something really cool about you, which is that you pretty much daily Don't drive. Don't give a fuck. Exactly. And I drive it. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what it actually means to, or why you should drive your car. Because there's a lot of collectors. And yeah, there's different strokes for different folks. But I feel like cars were made to drive. And so we're going to talk about actually driving cars even though we have some cars that have not been driven in years since we built them that's a different story yeah that's a different story we're busy okay. building cars yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we're going to be talking about that and then if we have enough time we're also going to be talking about uh uh the car community and uh the toxicity in the car community uh, uh yeah or and the around. hypocrisy yeah yeah yeah, we can touch on that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and um, because we published some episodes these past few weeks that uh, have been have gotten literally this past post got over forty five hundred comments on what? Instagram. The Honda uh, community is very passionate. <laughs> over half a million views now. It's probably gonna go up every day. But I keep I'm on the toilet and I keep seeing like random <laughs> oh message message message. Uh. And like 30,000 likes, it's crazy. It's gone ballistic. And so we're probably going to dive into that a little bit. And what actually is toxicity in the car community? 
uh, because we've sometimes some people have called us toxic. This yeah. guy here he doesn't like Hondas. <laughs> no, I love Hondas. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hondas are great. So, I've had all the Hondas. Yeah. So we're gonna dive into all of that. Uh, but before we get started, um, what's been going on this week for you guys? Or last week, I guess. Yeah. So last week. Last week. This, this week, week. The past week since we met. Uh, because we had Ash Thorpe on in the previous episode. Right. Which was amazing. I am so excited. I think by the time this episode airs, yeah, it would have also aired. Yes. So uh, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. He's the guy that designed a Batmobile. And a, so, uh, he's designed a bunch of Hoonigans cars. Um, worked at McLaren. Has a crazy story. And it was so much fun. So what did you guys think? Yeah, it was awesome, that podcast. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Cool. Yeah, we were pretty It's a very that. unique... Uh, outlook on the car scene so it's mm-hmm. pretty cool yes yeah he's very he's a very talented designer um a visionary very well spoken very very solid individual i think he's he brings a lot to the table for the community and uh i think everybody should look up to him he's he's a good dude and just man guy's an incredible artist yeah so, so. it was fun yeah so check it out if you have the opportunity to um and uh yeah but, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, what has been happening all week uh, for you guys? Well, the, during the first time we did this one, we <laughs> sent a whole bunch of cars home. Yes. And now that we're redoing it, uh, so, yeah, so what all have we sent home? Just more detail. Uh, we sent the thirty-two Ford home, the sixty-seven Chevelle, the Ferrari Testarossa, the Supra's done. So it's just waiting to be picked up. What else did we do? There's the something Bentley's else. Bentley's gone. Bentley's gone. Mm-hmm. The Ferrari. The oh, Ferrari. Yeah, that. The yeah. Ferrari. Yeah, there have been a lot of car stuff left. Yeah, so that stuff's all finished and gone. And then now this week, I've basically just been preparing myself for our big G-Wagon projects. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of stuff done for that. And I'm just now, I'm just in that till the end. So yes. Yeah, yeah big G-Volt things happen. I was going to so. say, for those that do not know, what is, what's happening with the G-Wagon project? What are they? Uh, well, we're doing an EV swap on a g-wagon cabriolet which is already a very rare and expensive vehicle so but in the interim the owner of that has a few other g-wagons so we're doing all these powertrain swaps and a couple of those projects have evolved into much bigger projects so we're actually building a g-wagon pickup truck Sick. which is really really cool that's like, the one that's getting the diesel motor nope that's the one that's getting the motor out of the cabriolet oh okay so essentially we're modernizing a G truck from the military, but turning it into like a civilian version G pickup truck with all the parts coming out of the Cabriolet and then the Cabriolet is getting new everything. So noise. So it's pretty cool. And then we got a couple other G's in the background that one's getting an OM 606 and the other Mm. one's currently out in another shop because we didn't have time getting portals put on. And then we're doing a bunch of, rock sliders and crazy stuff to that one too so that'll be pretty cool so are any of those cars going to be sema cars or no the g volts going to sema this year yeah oh it's gonna be some late nights. yeah the crunch is coming nice. the crunch is coming. yeah i know we have less than 90 days there's been a lot of, <gasps> a lot of stuff coming together for oh that one, shoot so. i just realized it i'm like you August, never count down the days september october november that's like three months <laughs> yeah it's almost there it's gonna be rough but we can do it yeah sweet yeah wow so yeah it's been really busy in the shop lately we like you said we got rid of a lot of things opened up a lot more floor space and uh, allowed us to sort of keep moving forward with shop upgrades and and uh 
get back into our big know, the, projects, the, the big projects mm-hmm. that that are always there. Um, myself, I just been kind of picking off a couple of little things, just sort of helping out wherever I can. And uh, yeah, we've been, we did a couple of couple of cayenne. Oh, rally the cayenne! We got oh, another cayenne rally one. Yeah. yeah, we've done we've done a couple of lift kits in cayennes, and uh, we even actually went so far as to develop our own lift kit and bespoke wheel like factory wheel uh spacer Spacers, package for that cool. so if anybody's looking to do that on theirs hit us up because we got some really nice parts you'll, you'll probably want to take a look at those so we're prepping um, what the whole kit or just the spacer we're trying to put a whole kit together because you've seen the safari builds that we've done yeah those so things we're gonna show. put a whole package together so that you just one stop shop and yeah you're not really, really just beautifully machined you know billet aluminum anodized pieces we you know had the the tfc branding machined right into it it looks really really nice so i'm pretty proud of those um tim 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 got that all orchestrated and we've got that happening so that's pretty cool so we've been doing a couple of those um putting a couple of our custom one-off bumpers that we've that we've made a two bumper for the front all the big hella lights and all that stuff in it so mm-hmm. that's all happening i was just telling um, tim doing sorry. a couple custom exhaust on one right now sorry for interrupting i was just yeah. telling tim a few days ago but the bumpers we actually got i was checking bring a trailer because core uh sells the cayennes uh mm-hmm. the lifted cayennes but i saw a post on bring a trailer that was commenting on how amazing the uh bumpers looked compared to another a competitor, competitor. Oh, unnamed yeah, competitor yeah, that's yeah. very popular everybody knows the you guys probably anyways, know but. yeah <laughs> who it is but yeah i was like oh shoot because, yeah and they that's were saying cool. yeah the trip yeah, factory bumpers cool. are amazing like not to knock on the other ones but like yeah. they were pretty awesome so i thought that was pretty cool yeah that's cool i'm glad you said that that's pretty cool yeah. um it's kind of the nature of how we approach most things is like we'll just try to do it better than what's available out there so mm-hmm just kind of yeah we're not smart part enough of to know when to stop no, no. so maybe, maybe maybe it's not the greatest business just take it a little bit but, further uh, so we feel pr- we're proud of it though so it looks good yeah so that's cool sweet and then what's been going on on your end adam uh since the last time i was just sleeping at the terminal so i could actually get on to a bc <laughs> yeah. ferry yeah um other than that not too much awesome and we're the reason initially that you that you got here was what do you, do you want us done to your car I'm picking up my gurney flap. Yes, it's getting painted here. So mm. yeah, big carbon gurney flap for your the back of your entry. <gasps> that thing, dude. I've, the car looks so weird without it now. I bet. I can't I imagine. I just well, have I mean, the small one on. Yeah, and it just, yeah. Well, it, I mean, this thing that we're painting for you is monstrous. It's huge. It's yeah. It's insane. I think that's one of the things that sets the car apart too. You, you must it, it actually. Makes the car. You mm-hmm. must actually notice a difference in the driving dynamics. Oh uh, yeah, my fuel mileage is a lot better this I week. Bet. I bet. <laughs> 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 no, I don't have that's a big amazing. air brake in the back. No, yeah. So no, it's cool though. It's it's a pretty cool look, and it's 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 carbon fiber. Yeah. And we're doing a red translucent, like a candy. Yeah. On it to sort of like kind of color match it to color match to the car to, the, to your car. So, but it so be it's cool. still just carbon fiber still. Yeah. But yes, we were talking about actually driving the cars. But even though we are saying, oh, you need to drive the cars, regardless of like, first of all, why should people drive the cars? Because we have a lot of cars and you have your evo <laughs> your mercedes and uh, the car was built in 2019 and it has not been driven so for people that say oh you guys are 
uh no yeah no i'd say so like you've seen in the comments in all the time <laughs> why like like we're literally the biggest hypocrites yeah because we do all the crazy shit like all of it but we just love building stuff mm -hmm. so you get building stuff but it's not smart like i'll tell you over <laughs> and over again it is not smart and the reason that we do it is for a completely different reason than a normal person would do it mm -hmm. like we're doing it as a business as a business we use it as a marketing tool yep. it's advertising it's advertising it's all these different things so i have it here when customers come and the reality is i just don't have time to drive it like i just we're too busy and then we're always building shit like we have a building full of stuff that we're constantly building and that's just the only reason so when i'm saying these things i'm trying to teach people to learn from my mistakes <laughs> Like, honestly, and then now at this age, I'm sort of getting out of the building part of it. And now mm -hmm. I want to start trying to enjoy these things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm at a point now in my life where it's like, it seems obvious. And then I'm seeing all these other people that are within my circle that are like, oh, we're going on a four day trip through here. We're going here and there. And you're like, man, I got to start driving these mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. because they're money pits. Like for us, because we can extract value out of it in so many different ways, it makes sense. But if you're just doing it at home, you're gonna put you in the poorhouse, and it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And if we didn't get the help that we do from sponsors and all this type of stuff, it wouldn't be our our reality either. Yeah. So like these kids that get all mad and it's like, oh, you got to build it, and it's like, man, there's two different. Like you got to drive it at some point. Mm -hmm. And you, how do you even know what you're building if you don't know if it drives good? Mm. Like most of the shit that I see that's built, there's no way it drives good. <laughs> like there's just no way like it's just not well thought out and if you actually went out and tried to drive it you would probably get better at building it yeah yeah so it's very interesting put that as a hot take and let's do it again no it is interesting too because it's not just you that's that i feel like that has said this because i was just watching did you guys remember that wide body gt86 that this guy cam built for sema eight into one headers yeah, ls swapped crazy car but i was watching a video that he did i'll say like a month ago and he hasn't driven it almost at all because i mean he's been busy working and all that but like even to get a tune in it he hasn't gotten a tune in it like he drove it for a little bit and was like saying that he hasn't even had the time to drive it or he hasn't driven it at all and he built it over pretty much about a year over a year ago now that's the reality yeah. of building stuff yeah because he said it similar thing. yeah not just takes time but it takes also a lot of money yeah takes all and then once you get to a certain level you're not just taking it down the street to no, try no. to get some guy to put a tune in it that's you know like it gets to a point where it's you're very protective of this thing yeah yeah and if it's you've built something to the level that you know we have I'm not just gonna go trash it for your entertainment. <laughs> like, that's not it. It's like, I'm even excited that I own it. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pumped. So the last thing I wanna do is go hurt it. Yeah. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. You get to a point sometimes where you can overbuild things and then you don't wanna use them because mm -hmm. you're scared to use them. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten too far gone that it's like, I don't think I can ever do this again, so I can't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I thought no problem, I could just build this again, I was gonna have the time and money to pull it off again. I'd probably be a lot crazier with it, but I honestly don't believe that I'm gonna have the time or the resources or the money to pull off what I did that one time. Yeah, that was a perfect storm. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. Like the fact that my wife even let me do it, 
She's not letting me do it again. I can tell you yeah. that. Like, I got my one shot, my one opportunity, and that's it. Like, I don't think it's going to come around again. But I think there's a difference between that and your normal build. Like, yours, everything is a yeah. one-off custom. Where other cars, you just, here's a catalog. I want this body part and this body part and this body part. And you yeah, and I think simply that's... Order it. That car is crazy, and that's where the hypocrisy side of it comes in because I tell people, <laughs> but that came at the expense of a lot of other things in my life. So then you get to a point where it's like, okay, was it really worth it? That definitely was worth it because the way it impacted our business and everything else it is, but that's a very special thing. If I just dumped a bunch of money into some regular platform and mm -hmm. I just kept, would you get the same value and response out of it that I did? I don't think you would. No. And I think there'd be a lot more regret where like, man, I put 60 G's into this thing and nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see, and the thing is, is that we, like we've said many times before is like, you need to know and decide what you're doing your build for. You knew what the build was for, what the intent of that build was for. And it was built as a marketing tool for our shop and every and the, the creative outlet of what it was and it serves its purpose perfectly mm -hmm. just Plus the way it is products people want to buy the stuff that we made so there's a lot of investment that turned into opportunity yes. yeah most people's investments mm -hmm. like we built everything so that's where the value comes because now people can only get it from us i was gonna say that <laughs> yeah. but if you're putting this into any other platform and you're buying, buying your own parts mm -hmm. people don't need to go through you they can just go buy their own parts and build exactly the same build thing exactly the same car and so there's no unique. no opportunity there yeah and there's always somebody that has more money than you and is probably going to do it before you yes plus you're going to know pretty early on if what you're doing if people can reference it and seen it before, it's never going to be special. Mm -hmm. So like some platforms and some things, it's like the shit that's truly special is the stuff that people haven't done before. Mm -hmm. and you don't even necessarily need to spend a ton of money on it. No, but it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't sometimes. take a lot. Like it just takes time and effort. Yeah. And it's for us at my point in my life, it's time is more like it's going to valuable than money yeah because i can work and make money but i can't make any more time no and that's the problem so it's like i got to be you know focus my energies on things that are very specific and very that bring me more opportunity than just like clout on the weekend mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i gotta everything we do we try to turn it into an opportunity yeah like if we make this nice enough other people are gonna want it mm. you set the bar very high for the so. 190e crowd <laughs> and also the values i feel like have gone <laughs> up a bunch <laughs> I have since you built yours. That. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, that's like a whole different conversation, but that's, you know, kind of going off track. Mm -hmm. So No, I still think it's on track because it also falls to the part that we talked about, like being in the car community, building cars for so long, and you've learned things that you're trying to tell people or to t show people, but for the most part, people are not really going to listen because... No. Because they're young, and when I, yeah. when I was that age, I did the same thing. Yeah. I didn't care. I couldn't think beyond tomorrow, mm -hmm. never mind. Whereas if I had been smarter and did some things at the front end instead of later, and that's just based on sheer determination, you could be so much further ahead of the game. Yeah. Like if you get your education, you learn how to build stuff properly, but everybody is so fixated on this trial and error, like I need to learn the hard way. It's just you're <laughs> putting yourself behind. 
mm-hmm. and then getting married to a platform that you're just stuck in is like there's so many awesome cars out there so i just don't know why you'd want to do it to yourself like yeah. it's crazy but i don't know yeah they're very very passionate very very passionate very passionate <laughs> and it's I, all about the build and i'm here building it all day every day and they tell me that i don't have the passion for it but it's like i feel like i'm behind because of mistakes that i made when i was young mm. like i think i should be building even crazier shit than i am now but because i wasted so much time pissing around with stuff that really had no traction whatsoever like sure i enjoyed it and it was fun but it was wasteful a lot of it was wasteful mm-hmm. but whatever yeah until so with your 240z that you're building or you it's almost like mm-hmm. you went too far with it the other way um and it's uh, are well, you that's definitely how it feels sometimes yeah. <laughs> when, when i look at it and i reflect i'm like oh man what did i do like why did i do this to myself but i probably wouldn't have it any other way to be honest mm-hmm. if i if i if i really broke it down internally in for myself i'm doing that for my reasons and they might be contradictory to everybody else's reasoning but i did what i did for me and it's going to take me however long it takes for me to get there but it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like how tim was describing the the evil evo like he did that for for you know for his reasons marketing blah 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 same thing it's same for me it's just a like a tool for me to learn how to do things better to learn new skills yeah and so the car is the car is just sort of like my canvas in which to do that Mm -hmm. so it's not going to be is that going to in case you guys don't know rob is building a two (coughs) two two frame chassis 240z Datsun. uh that's going to be insane it is we've made some progress on it but uh it's on hold right now just because of there's just a lot of th- other things going on but you'll yeah, visit it soon. like i mean yeah because these these kinds of projects require like real focus mm-hmm. and real attention and real in- investment in in every way you know financially mentally i would say the everything of but, an education that it's forced yes is crazy mm-hmm. yeah like i can i can attest to it because i see the guy every day so the progression <laughs> from the start of that project to now based on the deep dives and trying to make mm-hmm. is crazy it's not even the same yeah yeah like the so, education is so far much further advanced based on all the engineering like why am i going to do this and then it's like oh shit i gotta look at this and then yeah. it's like you learn all those things so by the time the actual hard execution comes it's going to be a vastly different project than where it started yeah and so like the timeline on completion for a lot of things like when you're when you're deep diving into like learning new things the timeline tends to like for completion tends to get pushed Mm -hmm. because like you don't just rush into something and then get down the road and realize you made some mistakes now you're going backwards and so like tim was saying like time is worth a lot yep you know time is worth a lot to me too Mm -hmm. and and like you know it's time and money and effort that these are all limited things each and every one of us has to deal with that in whatever capacity that is for themselves and like i'm not i'm not willing to to just you know go freestyle and you know into this this is a real car and like it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking dangerous when it's done if i do it wrong it could be fucking seriously but the key is it's a real car Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be a real car Yeah. yeah whereas all these other ones it's like one of the biggest comments is like, if I had this much, this is what I'd do, but it's never going to get done. 
Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Of yeah. it. Whereas you this car on- is going to get finished. Like oh, yeah. those are all the someday aisle cars that never get built or they get <laughs> tore apart because they don't know what they're doing or they break it or and they sit and they never get finished. And that's like the big, I've had like, I don't even know, a bunch <laughs> of those cars. Them. We've all had them mm-hmm. yeah, because you get in over your heads because we don't know what the hell we're doing. And then you find out that it's too expensive and it's like, I got in a conversation with a kid at Cars and Coffee. Like, I ended up going to one of these events, which I very rarely do. And it's like, by the time I was finished the conversation with this kid, because he's very much on par with, like, a lot of these kids that are calling me a fucking idiot. (laughs) It's like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's about the build. It's Mm -hmm. all this type of shit. And it's like, yeah, it's about the build, but I can build it. You're not, you can't build it yet. So, like, Mm -hmm. this kid's explaining to me what he wanted to do. And you're, of course, you're trying to take an interest. And it would happen to be a 190, so on the thing goes but by the time he was done he had he was psyched them out so bad and by the time he was under the impression the car would be finished to what would be acceptable this thing was going to be like a dtm car mm. it's like oh i got to do this and i got to do this and this and this and this and this and it's like well what are you going to do with this car <laughs> well i just want to drive it like well you don't need to do almost all of that shit like yeah. it's unnecessary like you already have a great car just do a handful of things and it'll be awesome. Like, you don't need to seam weld your body. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get a TIG welder, seam weld my body. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Buddy, like, that's a whole other thing. People go to school yeah. for a year to Too learn how to do that media. well. Too much social media. And it's like, you're going to strip your car down. Two minutes ago, you are telling me you are concerned your muffler fell out of your car. <laughs> and then now you're telling me that you're going to put coilovers and yeah, stitch yeah. weld it and build a cage. And it's like, you need to progress naturally mm-hmm. and put time and effort into learning so that you can actually accomplish some of these things. But even still, is it going to be worth it? Like, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Like, for you, maybe if you're honest with your abilities and your situation, you're the guy that should go buy M3 and just enjoy your life. Yeah, yeah. You know be I mean? like Adam and just drive your M3. Yeah, yes. just get something no good. No one can afford one now. True. Actually, yeah, going back to you, like, yeah. awesome. Now that we're on the topic of your car, uh, first of all, you just tell us everything about it. It is, uh, yeah, just tell us. I don't want to steal the thunder. I don't know. What do you want to know about everything? It? What is it? Uh, how long have so, you had it? Yeah, like how'd you get the car? Um, when, when did you get the car? How'd you get it? So and again, now what sort of so July on the road of where it is now? E30 M3. Yeah, July 22nd. Okay, was nine years. Wow, that's so. awesome. I've had it for a hot minute. And so has this has this remained stock the entire time? When I purchased it, it was bone stock. And in 17, well, prior to 17, I kind of modified it a bit. And then for like 2017, it got suspension brakes, uh, full color change. Um, the interior constantly changes for seats every mm-hmm. year, pretty much. Um, yeah, just little things. It's just change every time so you ruined it i i ruined it <laughs> I, I definitely ruined it okay. i lowered it um yeah i i made it mine yeah that is pretty awesome how's the uh beamer community feel about that they hate it <laughs> the purists hate it because it's i i think it's the only one on the island that is modified what every- are bmw purists like because i don't know if i've actually met we know what? what the Honda guys are like. They're extremely <laughs> passionate. Are the BMW guys as passionate? They're like the thousand horsepower Honda guys. Yeah. 
Because there seems to be two very distinct factions in these two particular brands. Mm -hmm. It's they're either the absolute best or they're complete trash. <laughs> well, I do use my signal lights. So. Oh, wow. Sometimes. Like, I just thought, I don't, I don't know how to, you know. And then the BMW guys feel the exact same way about the Honda guys. I know. It's so interesting. <laughs> it's like. The purest, you can never improve anything. Like, right now, currently, I'm under the impression, because of a previous podcast, mm -hmm. That the first time you drive your BMW, it's going to be the last time you drive your it's BMW. It's going to fall apart instantly. It's just immediately going to blow up. Rod bearings are going to Rod bearings, oh you God. name it. This whole thing's just completely I've, fucked the first time you start the car. You can't even drive it. There's no point in even buying one. So, I, I've definitely proven that like wrong. So how many kilometers have you put on your BMW, Adam? And Ooh. have you ever done any of those maintenance items like rod bearings? I've never done. I've never had to do rod bearings. Okay, yet. so how many kilometers have you? What put does on it have now? <laughs> um, I think I've put about fifty-two thousand k on it. Pretty good. So what does it have? How many kilometers or miles does your M3 have? As it sits right now, it's sitting at two hundred fifty-six or two hundred fifty-seven thousand. Very nice. Yeah, very this nice. Is what, your <laughs> seventh or eighth engine you've put in there. It's still on engine number one. Wow. It's on oil oh pan number God. two. Oh my God! Wow, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Oil you, pan you number two, like, engine number you one. You have like a literal unicorn. We're in the presence of greatness right now. <laughs> Doesn't have a horn on the front, but Holy. pretty close. Yeah, and again, if you don't, if you don't know why we're <laughs> reacting like this, <laughs> again, if you go check out our previous posts about this very thing of us talking about, because our one of our previous podcasts was uh, either get uh, spend thirty five thousand dollars modifying a Honda, or get a BMW M3 for that 35 grand. And people were uh, very upset that how dare we say we should just buy the speed and buy the performance, uh, like buy it straight out of the box as opposed but to building you saw it in the comments and blowing it up a few times. <laughs> my argument every time to counter that was because they're like, build it, not bought, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what if you just enjoy to drive it? Mm -hmm. And that's your passion yeah, is yeah. to drive. And they're yeah. like, I was like, all the best drivers in the world, every single one of them, not one of them is a mechanic. And then right away, they're like, oh, True, yeah. shit. <laughs> and then that was the end of the conversation every yes, single time. Yes. So I was like, you know, there's two different types of car enthusiasts. There's people that want to drive cars and people that want to work on cars. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, the people that work on the cars generally can't drive the cars. <laughs> like, it's just the way it is. It's true. Yeah. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. But I don't think they're near as horrible as people think they are. But so from clearly, maintenance wise, it's definitely. I think if you, you want gotta, speed out of it, it's not like a DSM. It's not going to leave you on jack stands. It. So has it left you stranded before or no? Every time it's broken, I've been able to like get it home. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um. Other than the tow truck needing. For the oil pan it's always driven home under its own power so you just bottomed out and into an oil <laughs> and I destroyed the oil pan kind of caught some air i hit a section of road that was cut out that was unmarked and i caught an oil pan on it nice. ripped it off and it happens awesome <laughs> did you check the rod bearings through the hole <laughs> that's good yeah yeah. That's good. I'm just, you know, yeah. make the best of a bad situation. And, like, again, you have used this car, so it's not oh, like drive you it. have driven the crap out of it. And you don't, oh, yeah, yeah you, t you don't really care what happens to it. When so I was living in Saskatoon, extra? huh? When I was living in Saskatoon, I actually drove it to an event in Calgary and in Edmonton. And the judges were just 
astonished that I drove it. And if you don't know what those distances are like, if you're in another country, it's very, very, very far. 600K. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that, it's like 580K, I yeah. think. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, not it's too horrible. Yeah. I feel like it was going to be way worse. Well, when you go back and forth, it's over yeah, I 1, guess 1,000K. So. But um, you've also taken that car to SEMA, right? It saw a trailer on the way down there. Why? Come on. You should have just driven it. Wintertime. <laughs> yeah. Seems in November, it. man. <laughs> you, you've never been in Montana and how they sand yeah. their roads. It's yeah. literal gravel. Rocks, yeah. yeah. And, like, so how did you even get it to SEMA? Like, what was that like? It was a fun trip. Um, we took two trucks, two trailers down, because we had built two cars that year for SEMA. Um, yeah, it was a journey and a half. It was a good time. I think we had eight people crammed into two vehicles. It was nice. a good time. And like, was it like, I mean, what was it like? Like, how was the car received? Because I know SEMA, is, it's different from like your typical car show. I don't know. I usually park it and I just walk away well, I guess from so. it. Yeah. <laughs> what were you, um, what were you down there representing at SEMA? Um, did you go down there representing a shop that did the work or were you sponsored by somebody that, you know, had sponsored parts by put into your car or something like that? A couple parts. Um, it was down there with a good friend, yeah. uh, Sean. Uh, you guys know Sean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we went down there. Uh, brakes were sponsored by Sparta. Um, yeah. Suspension was AST. Um, good friend Adam uh, Derry, he painted it mm. out of his shop. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. 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 Again, your car looks, I feel like that, not just the gurney flap, but anything else matters gurney flap that you've done to it visibly because it just, I don't know, maybe it's the color, but it just looks. It looks so mean. amazing. It looks so good because we just had it at the Driven Show uh, yeah. a few months ago, and it stood out so much. Like uh, even com like when it was stand because we all parked parked together, and so it was beside Tim's um, uh, Mercedes Evo. I and I can never outshine this guy. His car is <laughs> just next level. No, but it's still a different type of cool. It's yeah. still really cool. It was cool to see it, and you got an award for it, and. But it just looks glorious. It looks amazing. Yeah, and I it think was it's really cool to have the E30 next to the 190, anyways, because it, they historic. are classic historic. rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Rivals, yeah. like yeah. It's the whole reason both of them exist. Mercedes wins every time. <laughs> <laughs> and just so people know what it's what the values are like. So again, I was saying on Bring a Trailer, we were checking it today. They go for like sixty thousand dollars US to a hundred and eighty thousand dollars US for the values that were more. That there were some that even sold. Those when I saw that sold for two hundred fifty thousand. But I'm wow. not gonna count that one because that was like a little bit of an well, I think outlier. There's the, the, when we looked, there was a couple of evolutions on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A step above again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is blows my mind that those cars are. It's when you think about it, it's a hundred ninety seven horsepower. And it's yeah, it's a E30. Yeah, yeah I, I would <laughs> have is. to. I would have to say that the car, you know, no offense, is very overrated. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. but for the price, it's a, oh, you heavily, agree, you it's, agree it's, it's heavily. A, it's, it's a great car, but like for that kind of dollar, there's no so many way, better man. things you could buy. No way, I, it's so crazy. If I. <laughs> So you but agree your E30 M3 is overrated? Oh, for the price? For Hell yeah. dollar value, <laughs> Dude. If you'd have to be foolish not to agree, yeah. right? For what they're selling for right now, there's so many cooler it's cars ridiculous. that one could buy. Yeah. Like if but I that was, applies to pretty much all those cars of that era. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like you can pick any of them. So yeah. that one probably has the one of the craziest values without being like some weird low number no kilometer yeah. car. Blows my mind. Like the E30 probably has the craziest value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cuz like that's even battling with these Honda kids like, "Oh, this Honda kid this goes for this much, this goes for Those are always outliers. It's like, "Oh, this 2200 kilometer." Yeah. Like I don't even know what example. a 2200 kilometer M3 would go for. Oh It'd be gosh. nuts because yeah. the ones that you're seeing that are like 75 mm-hmm. 80k mm-hmm. us they got miles on them not crazy miles yeah they're drivers. But they got fifty thousand miles sixty thousand miles on them mm-hmm. you don't see that in like a sixty thousand mile honda civic is not pulling 90 <laughs> grand no. there's no way like i don't no care way. what they say i'm ready to take the heat Mm-mm. like unless it's something like it hasn't been driven or it's something super unique but as the m3 as a whole as a production run mm-hmm. the value is there in all yeah. of them mind-blowing like, even the crazy. evolution like the evo 2 goes for more money than even that like those are the ones that are sitting at 180 190 whatever and they're limited production of 500 (laughs) yeah so limited production numbers were pretty pretty low right it's pretty there's like i think in total call it seventeen thousand. yeah for the entire production run still a lot of cars though yeah that's pretty wild that's a lot of cars and your and yours was like a really low number too wasn't so Mine is a Canadian model, so yeah. it was one of 188. Yeah, so I mean that's that's, so. a, that's crazy. Yeah, did like, the BMW have an Evolution Two version? Yeah, they did. did. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did? those are the ones that go for higher prices yeah. and stuff. But, but they I were they never offered the in North America. One. It was UK only. Yeah, yeah. So there are imports for the most part. Oh, yeah, and the Euros got all the good cars. I know. Always. Oh, so cool. Always. Yeah. Um, how much did you buy your M3 again? <laughs> when I purchased it. Nine years ago, it was at the time seventeen thousand Canadian. Yeah, I mean, see, wow. and there's no investments in cars. Wow. Cars are at a loss. <laughs> this guy just killed it. I got mutual funds that have made almost no money, and this guy's made eighty k on his car in nine years. Yeah, and so actually, talking about driving it again, wh- did you ever think of going that far? Like what Tim was talking about of like chopping the whole thing down and like making it tube frame all of that stuff and just going overboard and why didn't you i was actually having this conversation with you earlier today um i can't bring myself to do it really (laughs) why if i start modifying the body i might as well just buy a normal e30 oh so that's what i did yeah Yeah. there's no point on bastardizing an M3. Like, yeah, I want to do a motor swap, but I don't ruin the chassis any. It's a direct swap. Yeah, that makes sense now that you mention it. Like, to sit there and fuck with body panels and, I don't know, make the fenders wider than what they already are, I think it's just stupid. Mm. I might as well just do a basic car. Yeah, 325. And build it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what the M3 nostalgic for is just its body lines like it was a factory wide body car like it's a factory race car is what it was Mm. um and to ruin that body is just i don't know a bit sacrilegious ah so it's smart to just put that one in aside get yourself just a basic e30 and just get slap fifteen hundred horsepower, and, and do I like can sit there and learn and how to TIG weld. Yeah, yeah. 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 Are, are you going to do that, or you don't no. have any interest in the mechanical stuff? I, I've owned enough E30s. I have no intention in building another one. 
Yeah, you're kind of deep into E30s right now, aren't you? Couple. Yeah. Kind of 49. Sound, kind of sounds like it's a thing. 49 E30s. E that's how much you've owned. Yeah. That's that's, that's a sickness. Um, that's not the, good. The M3 was number 30. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> so why would you marry yourself to such an unreliable platform? Yeah, come on. What are you doing? Well, I had to buy no so many to fix them that's, all. Oh, <laughs> that's, how many, that's how many you had to have to yeah. keep one on the road. It must be <laughs> it. That's pretty much what had happened. It yeah. So maybe these Honda guys aren't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, that's so Is, funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah, drive your cars. Yes, drive Some your cars. Some people like to drive, drive them. them. Not everybody wants to build them all the time. Yes, I don't have any very rare cars, but you don't have any cars that drive. Me, I drive a 240. Doesn't <laughs> oh he? Oh my gosh, I have my 280 ZX. Same same. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Not it's a little bit different. Yo, Rob, Yo. Very, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rob is very passionate about this topic. A but 240Z is not is, the same as a 280Z. It is still ZX. a Z car, a Datsun Z car. It's an S30. <laughs> it's a Z car. Like, 280ZX, man. It's no, it but it's still a same. Z car. It's uh, in this generation. It's a ZX? I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's different. Oh, yeah, okay. That's this that's is different. the same. Let us know what you think in the comments. But. My point was that I have my ZX is it has 200. It had before the speedometer broke. It had about 230 something thousand miles on it. And now it's been broken for like two or three years. So and yeah. you've driven across the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Across America. A couple of times. Same engine stock. It, I mean, the body is a wide body and it looks That's crazy, what broke it. but it's slow. And it hasn't broken. It it still drives everywhere. It hasn't left me. It's let me try it once. Ran the wheel bearing. The wheel almost fell off. But <laughs> mechanically, that. it has not failed me at all. I've driven it cross country multiple times in the states. Drove it to Canada, um, and uh, it's still fine. So it's not a collector car, but I still drive it as much as possible. And I don't really care about values. And I feel like. Even if I owned a Lamborghini Miura, which is a very rare car on its own, I feel like I would still extract every ounce of drivability from it because I bought the car. It's mine. And so why would I save it for the next guy? So what do you guys think about that? I think it's a really good question. I'm with you, Elvis. Yeah. Sorry. I enjoy it. I think yeah. you should drive your cars. They yes. were built for a reason. Yeah, I know. I think they get funner the more you drive them. Oh yeah, they really once they do. get a little bit, like you get that first rock chip and the scratch. Like it's I'd like, say, oh, the probably the worst time to anymore. own a car is the first month you own it. If you buy it brand new, <laughs> it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, mint. and then you get that first scratch and it just ruins. Like a, you have a four day stretch of just depression. You're like, yeah, <laughs> and after and, that, you're and just then like, a shift, and then a shift in, in mentality. Like you know what, she's a driver Driving. now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then you just send it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Then you just enjoy it, and then you can you know you you learn to understand the characteristics of the car and you get to just enjoy it well look how many how many customers i tell during the week like you got to drive your car yes like go drive your yes. car yes but we get people that get stuck up in doing like they love the process too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so they're constantly bringing like we have like it seems like the same 12 <laughs> customers that are constantly doing the same stuff like, but ooh, i want to add this i yeah, want to add that like, man just go drive your car and come back in the fall mm -hmm. so it's like there is two very different you know but those same people 
make it seem like they got lots of driving to do every weekend. So yeah. they always need it back. <laughs> I need it by Friday. I need it by Friday. I got a show I got to do. But they don't. It's like, yeah, some people, even though they can't do it themselves, they still love that process of yeah. doing it. I, I definitely get that because it's almost like a journey. Like whenever I'm going on a trip or a road trip or whatever to somewhere, we have a destination. But the journey along the way, for me at least, is almost more fun than arriving there because yeah. you have all these expectations you have all these things that you need to make all these changes you need to do all these stops you have to do yeah and then when you get there and it's like okay you're there and yeah i mean that's the story right that's yeah. the story of life right. is the journey right yeah you know the build the journey the drive mm -hmm. i think that whole thing has changed because literally 15 minutes or whenever right before this podcast our customer was telling me that he's about to go on like a four-day road trip in his performante <laughs> And even I was like, you're going to drive it? Sick. I wasn't shocked that he was going to drive it, but I was just like, oh, shit, you're going to put miles on that car? That's crazy. <laughs> but that's such a random thing to think about. Like, mm -hmm. that's, like, on the other side of not owning that car, all I want to do is drive the shit out of that car. Yeah. But the idea of actually owning it and then... I can't drive this car. Yeah, worrying yeah. about miles. Yeah, it's crazy. It's what stories a, do you get from it just sitting in a garage? It's so I know. crazy. So yeah, I'm even guilty of it. You shouldn't drive solo. that car. It's worth a half mil. Like, are you nuts? Yeah. Nah, I would send it. And maybe if I was in a different situation where I could afford this car, I might be saying something different. But for now that I don't own a Performante. I don't I, know if you can actually afford it if you can't afford to drive it. Mm. You should probably shouldn't have one yeah. no. if you can't afford it. Mm -mm. Like, I think you should be able to drive it down to like nothing. Yeah, drive it until which, the wheels fall off. <laughs> which is not smart, but maybe the lesson in that is get more money than you need to buy the car so that you can actually enjoy the car. Yeah. And so, not worry about it. So stop, so stop spending $500 every week on, on your, your Honda Civic. <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> Invest it in some other things, and then later in life, you can get the really good things. Yeah. And again, I'm also guilty of this, too, We're because all guilty of it. I spend yeah. money. One, I'm like, oh, I was just telling you about getting a Corvette subframe for my dog. Yeah, what did I tell you? <laughs> Not to do it. Don't yeah, do it don't until do you it. need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not until I need it. Because again, I still have more cars. Yeah, finish your other that car. That I'm doing. Yeah. Sell that car, then buy the subframe <laughs> for your other mm -hmm. car. Yeah. Yes. That's all I'm trying to say to everybody is mm -hmm. be smart. Not, yeah. not don't do it. Just be as One smart project as you at a time. can as you about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything else? This thing's going to get like 50 views. I know. It makes too much sense. I didn't hurt anybody's nah. feelings. Nah, we've been contradictory a little bit. So It'll we'll get lots of happens. views. No comments. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get no comments because everybody like, hmm. Mm, yeah, you guys are right. Mm. So, nah, yes. Somebody out there is going to be like, <laughs> Screw you guys. Oh, for sure. No, it's going to go all the way the other way. You cannot Because when we did everybody. the BMW one, BMWs were the best possible cars on the planet, and they're absolutely unbreakable. Yeah. 900 wheel horsepower all day long. Then we do the Civic one and say <laughs> BMWs are better, and BMWs you can't even get out of the driveway. Yeah. So it's like, no matter what we say, we're you gonna, can't win. We're going to so get some heat. It'll so. be fine. Awesome. If you like this video or podcast, uh, give it a thumbs up. Give it five stars on all the podcast platforms uh, that are out there. Apple Mute, no, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Later.